What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 47 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Thursday, July 15th. Uh, we are, you know, just about halfway done with summer um, for me personally. Um, and I know a lot of um, other people are on that same boat. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's honestly um, been, a, been a good one still. Still nothing to really um complain about still nothing to really um you know worry stress about it it's been pretty smooth it's been pretty uh solid um just doing the same thing uh chilling trying to uh you know get ready for this uh upcoming school year um i know i had mentioned before that i was gonna go on a uh trip to greece trip to europe but unfortunately that did not work out um, but, um, good news is I'm still going to be able to go on a trip, still going to be able to go to Hawaii, um, that's Monday, uh, for seven days. Um, that'll be a lot of fun, uh, get to see some friends, get to enjoy the main islands, uh, the big islands, uh, have s- so many excursions planned, um, and I, I just know for, um, you know, seven days it's gonna be nothing but uh great vibes nothing but uh relaxation mode vacation mode it's it's gonna be a really 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 good time and i'm very excited for it um but tons of sports news tons of music news um so much stuff to catch up on um but today i wanted to talk about music i wanted to uh dive into uh, some of the albums that um like like we've uh you know Here's the segment. I'll have to come up with um, different names for the segments that I do, uh, but we'll, we'll jump into um, album anniversaries and we'll go into, um, you know, some new music uh, that is uh, dropping tonight. And then we'll get into the music that dropped last week. Uh, my thoughts, my reviews, my reactions to some of the singles and albums that dropped last week. Um, but without further ado, let's get into it. Let's talk about some music. Um, Schoolboy Q, um, TDE artist, one of my favorite um, in the, on that label. Of course, there's just so many uh, solid artists on that label already, but uh, Q has been in the game for a minute. Q has solidified himself as as that guy um, that's going to give you, you know, a very, very good project at the end of the day, regardless of um, how many he's in. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I want to say Crash Talk was maybe number five. His fifth album, I want to say. Let me look this up. Because, I mean, like, well, my main point is, you know, Q's been doing it for a while. Uh, He solidified himself. Um, Yeah, Crash Talk was his fifth album. So five albums in, a couple of mid-tapes in, um, and Blank Face LP. Uh, I think this... Honestly, he's probably my second favorite Schoolboy Q album uh, behind Oxymoron. Um, that five-year anniversary, I cannot, what's it called? You know, it's it's uh, it's funny looking back on this album. I feel like this was the, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I really did like Oxymoron when it dropped, um, but I, I really didn't give it the full, um, you know, listen and, uh, respect that it deserved. I mean, Collard Greens, of course, was just being bumped like crazy, um, you know, just throughout the world, throughout the radio. So, of course, I heard that. I heard, of course, um, 
you know, the purge with Tyler was in rotate. It was in rotation. Man of the year was in rotation. Uh, His and her friend was one of the first songs I ever heard with uh, SZA on it. So definitely a good a good project, a good album, like regardless. And I mean, now I, I, I truly believe that this is his best project. I mean, it just, you know, you know when you're younger, you don't really uh, view and listen to music the same way you, you can now. Um, but uh, Blame Face LP was was definitely the first uh, album by Schoolboy Q that I, I truly listened front to back on that first Thursday, Friday uh, that it came out. Um, and man, oh man, this album still grows to this day. Um, I mean, like I said, released five years ago, uh, debuted number two on the Billboard 200. Uh, it is Gold's, um, and it is his four. This was his fourth studio album. Uh, this was this came after Oxymoron. Uh, the main single on this one was that part with Kanye. I, I feel like every everybody knows that song everybody knows the, the what what an iconic verse by kanye on this one and i mean the music video is really cool if you've never seen it uh the camera angles the camera work in that music video was really dope and um really uh unique um i think that was when schoolboy q was dropping um you know some short films with blaine face and he was also dropping music videos for that part for uh groovy tony for um Tuki knows part two um but there was uh definitely a lot of hype a lot of build up to this album release day um it was it was delayed um a couple of times but um not for anything major and it wasn't delayed um you know with uh a significance it wasn't like months on end like we're we're seeing with certified lover boy but uh just small minor tweets uh, but definitely when this dropped, every a lot of people, um, you know, were, were bumping it. A lot of people were, were happy that uh, Schoolboy Q um, were, was finally back, was finally rapping again. Um, Oxymoron was such, such a good album, and everybody was waiting for that follow-up. Um, and Blink Face LP, I think, served as a, as a perfect follow-up to it. Uh, it's very, it's, it's, it has its oxymoron esque, but at the same time, it, it's definitely when, when I think of Blame Face LP, I, I think of co- something completely different that Schoolboy Q has done. Same with Crash Talk, really. Um, but Blame Face LP was, was, um, definitely, like I said, that first album that, uh, Schoolboy dropped that I listened to front to back right away. Um, you know, some of the, the highlights, like I've already mentioned that part. Um, Ride Out with Vince Staples is extreme, an extremely good track. By any means, is probably my favorite, my favorite track on here. Uh, Dope Dealer with E40, um, Big Body. Uh, I mean, like I said before, Tuki Nose Part Two is great. Uh, Blame Face with Anderson Park. Um, I mean, there's just a great, uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, variety when it comes to the features, when it comes to um, the various genres that you can kind of feel Schoolboy Q tapping into with the various songs on here. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, definitely, really, uh, you know, good projects. Uh, can't believe it's been five years. Um, I know Crash Talk did drop in 2019, but. Um, it's good to see Q back on socials, back on, back on, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Wilden, um, you know, 
talking about how he um, definitely plans on dropping music soon. And I mean, he was um, on um, a single earlier this year uh, with uh, Nez, Jamie Jones. That dropped in February. So definitely been a quiet uh, few years um, for Schoolboy Q. I mean, he was on he was um, on a on two song three no 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 he was on two songs last year uh one with reason for reasons album um and then another um wild wild youngster uh single as well um so definitely been a quiet couple of years since crash talk has dropped but um schoolboy q kind of always has operated like that you know comes back releases music goes on tour promotes that shit um, is very active, and then he kind of goes into his cave. I'm sure he's with his family. He's always, he's talked about his daughter and um, how much he loves to, um, you know, see her grow and uh, be a father. So I'm sure that's a huge part of his life. And uh, you know, he definitely separates that from the music. Um, and I mean, he's just living a little. You know, you kind of kind of have to do that as an artist. Uh, you know, in order to come back and and give it all you have, you know, you can't just overwork yourself and outburn yourself to the point of uh, you you don't have any creativeness left, or uh, you know, it, it's just not clicking the same way it used to. You know, being able to take a step back, live life a little, and uh, really see what life has to offer you before you know hopping back and giving that new per perspective on a, on a record is is really crucial and i think that separates the the good artists from the greats and i feel like that's what made school schoolboy q great and um i think that's why i'll always be anticipating a drop so five years of blank face lp uh like i said i truly believe that we'll be hearing some schoolboy q soon um maybe maybe at the end of uh you know 2021 uh like a um like a winter drop, but I mean, um, in the past, uh, it hasn't really always been the case, uh, when it comes to Schoolboy Q dropping, he's, he's always dropped, um, in the, uh, earlier parts, um, of the years, I mean, um, setbacks, habits and contradictions, oxymoron, um, yeah, all three of those albums have dropped in January, and then, Crash Talk dropped in April, and then Blank Face dropped in July. So uh, three January releases in April and, and a July release. So never has dropped in the winter time ever. Um, so hopefully that could change. Maybe we'll see it in the top part of uh, 2022. Um, but like I said, always anticipating some new Schoolboy Q music. And Blank Face LP, if you've never heard it, definitely highly recommend to check that one out, as along with the rest of Schoolboy Q's discography because – um, he just has that it factor and, and he definitely shows it time and time again throughout his projects and in very unique ways. Um, and he, it, but always staying true to, uh, his, uh, schoolboy two self. But, um, the second album anniversary that in the last that we'll be celebrating today. Um, I mean, there's not enough adjectives that can describe this body of work. Uh, describe this artist, describe uh, the significance that this album has had on me, a lot of the homies, and a lot of people around the world uh, still to this day, and that's Channel Orange, as um, the uh, album is celebrating a nine-year anniversary, uh, which is, it's just, it's just crazy, um, a bad story, 
um, behind Channel Orange. For those of you who don't know this, um, Frank Ocean signed a Def Jam pretty early. Of course, he was with Odd Future. He was with uh, Tyler, the boys. Um, you know, he was doing his own thing. He was kind of making music. He was helping them out, giving out little feature verses. Um, but he did sign to Def Jam. Uh, they were not giving him any money. They were, you know, not letting him release his own solo material. Um, and, um, you know, as a result of this, Frank Ocean simply got frustrated. Uh, he just said, fuck it. And he dropped Nostalgia Ultra on for free on his uh, Tumblr page. Uh, and that definitely gained a lot of traction for him. Uh, that got people talking about him, buzzing. Uh, definitely wanting to hear more of this, uh, you know, Frank Ocean. Um, and, you know, that's finally when Def Jam realized how fucked up they were being. How they, um, you know, definitely were missing out not only on uh, promoting Frank Ocean and uh, giving him the proper means to uh, make music and, you know, have the, you know, money that, um, you know, is needed to uh, not only make the music, but also uh, get the hype around it, promote it, um, you know, make sure everything else uh, is set in line. Um, so they definitely realized this and uh, they basically made a deal with uh, Frank Ocean that allowed him to record a full length studio album, uh, which, you know, ended up being Channel Orange. And he was given his uh, full creative control. So that's um, exactly what Frank had been fighting for. The reason why Def Jam was continuing to refuse to this, I, I, I don't know. But that was just at the time you had to realize Frank Ocean was... He, he was still kind of a nobody, you know. He, he was he was with Odd Future, like I had said. He he had given out, you know, um, a few a few verses here and there with Odd Future. He had uh, the Lonnie Burrett's tapes. So, um, you know, there wasn't really uh, too much music on Frank Ocean in terms of, uh, you know, full bodies of work. There was a bunch of singles, a bunch of demos. Um, but uh, finally... Uh, the writing for Channel Orange began, and uh, Frank Ocean, um, you know, was finally able to get the money, get the means from Def Jam uh, to create, uh, you know, this body of work that he had been wanting to create. Um, you know, a lot of the lyrics in, in this album uh, reflect on personal experiences uh, that he has gone through in his life, uh, speaks on various topics. Um, like imagination and, uh, you know, different historical contexts and, you know, talking about Ronald Reagan and, um, you know, a lot of, um, you know, various history uh, that uh, he was trying to incorporate into his own experiences and talk about how, um, you know, he can see why, uh, you know, maybe certain things uh, have connected in the past. Um, of course, it touches on, uh, love and uh, how he identifies and what he's been able to experience through love, um, you know, therapy and, uh, you know, just being able to express how you truly feel and how therapeutic that can be for somebody that may not feel like they they uh, can put um, how they feel into their own words and realize and, you know, allowing people to realize that, uh, 
you know, your voice is the most important thing. And, um, you know, if you're not able to speak up, if you're not able to to say um, how you truly feel, that's that's where uh, problems will start to arise. So, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it touches on a lot of topics, uh, especially for a debut album from an artist that uh, kind of had to force his label into giving him the proper means to even release the record in the first place. But I mean, the R&B sounds, uh, you know, maybe similar to, uh, you know, some Marvin Gaye, um, you know, some Andre 3000, maybe. Um, but you can just you can tell that this is Frank's record. You know, this is this is everything that he envisioned, uh, you know, every every lyric every beats every notes every every drum every everything man this this man really uh layered this project and and made it his own um and you know he he just brought all the homies on there as well you know he, he brought uh, earl sweatshirt tyler was on here um i think uh yeah john mayer of course on white andre 3000 like i just said um, so definitely some, um, you know, some key features that are, you know, bid name features, um, and a couple of the, couple of the homies from Odd Future, but I mean, you know, of course, once this album was released, met with immediate critical and commercial acclaim, um, you know, this, uh, comes with the lyrics and, uh, what the album truly represented, um, you know, of course, the um, instrumentation and uh, the sounds, the various, um, you know, things coming together uh, when it when it came to, you know, a song like Pyramids um, and having so many beat switches and having so many different things come together at once. But it all is one song. Um, you know, we've seen this with Tyler, the creator and his 10th track always being, uh, you know, a double or a, a triple song, really. Um, you know, you see this on pyramids as Frank Ocean is basically creating two songs in one, but it transitions into each other so smoothly that, um, of course, you know that it's one song, but you can just hear how, um, you know, I could just imagine him in the studio, just, just playing around and, and just making something unique and different, uh, than a lot of other artists. And that's exactly why this, this album was, you know, uh, met with so much praise and, um, you know, it was named, uh, the best album of the year by so many different people. Uh, it was nominated for four Grammys and, um, only that uh, unfortunately only did win one, but I mean, you know, fought the Grammys at the end of the day. Uh, but this was a major, major, major music release. Uh, definitely put Frank Ocean on the map. I mean, one of the greatest albums of all time in my eyes. Um, I mean, have you, have you heard, of course you've heard thinking about you, but I mean, have you heard Sweet Life? Have you heard Crack Rock? Have you heard Lost? Have you heard Bad Religion, Pink Matter, Forrest Gump? Like that that's the entire fucking album and that's that's just bangers. That is literally amazing music. And you know, the subject matter, the way that Frank Ocean handled himself for his first real release, um, you know, it, it's just remarkable and unfortunately 
you know, Frank's going to do what he's going to do. He's going to be on his own time. He's going to do, uh, you know, he's going to make music. He's going to drop whenever the fuck he wants to drop. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we just got to appreciate uh, everything he's already given us. And, uh, you know, just how big of a moment it was when he did release and when he did drop. Um, and, you know, that's that's the stories we're going to be able to tell for the rest of our lives. So Channel Orange, nine years, uh, crazy to to even, you know, put that into context. Uh, but I mean, someday it'll be 20 years and it'll be the same as that response for me. It's it's crazy. It's been 20 years. And right now it's crazy. It's been nine. So uh, Frank Ocean, as always, you know, just one of the greatest artists of our generation. And uh, I just really hope he uh, decides to drop music um in the near future at least but uh i mean just ever again would be nice but some new music dropping this week um you know the biggest release i feel like a lot of people are anticipating is of course pop smoke's second posthumous album uh faith um you know we got another uh we have uh what's it called quite a few singles um holy smoke's trippy red featuring little uzi we got Logic, My Way. We got a new Russ single, Cheers. Uh, we got um, Fun Flets featuring Polo G and King Vaughn. Uh, it's a Lurkin remix. Uh, Boozy uh, got the album, Goat Taught 3. Um, I mean, 2K Baby, uh, Zach and Cody. Zach and Cody. Cody. Um, but what else? Who else am I missing? I mean, there, there's plenty. I know there's going to be more. Willow Smith as well. Willow Smith is dropping Lately I Feel Everything, her new album tonight. That, that'll that definitely be bumped. Um, but like I said, the big release tonight, the big anticipation that I feel like everybody is very excited for is Pop Smoke's album, uh, his team, and uh, the people that have been uh, promoting this album over the past couple of weeks have been doing a phenomenal job. Um, if you didn't see anything on Instagram or social media, um, through the various posters, uh, you could see, like, if you had your phone up, you could see a video and, um, a, you know, like a album promotion through these posters. And then yesterday you could scratch off like four things on your phone, um, and keep refreshing it. And that's how you could, uh, put the track list together. Um, but today they finally released the real track list, not just like, oh, you have to see if you can get one or two songs and see if, if you can learn the track names. But today the actual track list came out. Uh, it's going to be a 20 track project. But trust me, when you see um, the features on this one, it, it, it's I could not imagine this album being anything but remarkable. Um Third track, Kanye West and Pusha T, Tell the Vision. Um, fourth track, uh, Rick Ross and The Dream, Manslaughter. Uh, 42 Doug and 21 Savage, about a million on f track five. Um, we got another Pusha T, uh, Pusha T single, or not single, feature on track seven. Uh, takeoff feature, a little TJ and Sway Lee feature. Uh, Dua Lipa. Uh, Pharrell, and of course, the GOAT, the Moon Man, Kid Cudi. Um, also on here, Quavo, Kodak Black. Um, did I miss anybody? Busy Banks. Uh, Travi, Beam. Ross Swish, The Dream. 
I mean, so many good artists that are going to be featured on here. 20 tracks. I, I'm really, really, really excited for this one. I think that this this has the potential to be uh, the album of the year. This definitely, you know, has the, the potential to be the album of the year uh, with the, you know, various artists that are on here. With the um, amount of different sounds that will be on here. Amount of different uh, songs, you know, this isn't going to, I, I just know this is not going to be, you know, of course there's going to be a lot, a lot of hip hop, but Pop Smoke was definitely a versatile artist and I think the more releases we have unfortunately you know he he did pass and you know we're gonna be limited with the amount of music we do get from him and that's why it's always such a big deal when we when we're able to get a, a 20 track full length project that's gonna be you know amazing just based off the track list I, I can't even imagine uh, you know what it'll be sounding like but I think that's why we're always we always got to be thankful for music like this you know second his second posthumous album uh his first one uh definitely um you know i believe in in uh, my eyes and a lot of uh other people's eyes uh you know had the potential to be album of the year for 2020 and that was shoot for the stars aim for the moon especially the deluxe man this this you know this album 34 songs lots of great music lots of different sounds on here and I, I i think that this this album gets you know me and a lot of other people a lot more excited for this next album to see uh just where uh they can push this sound just where uh you know how much material does he truly have did he truly have and um you know it's, it's always good to to see um a full-length project like this and i i really don't think it's a reach i really think that this is going to be great music so Definitely in for a good one tonight with that, along with the rest of the music, like I mentioned. Um, but some music that was released last week that I want to get into was pretty similar to uh, this week. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of singles and, and a couple couple of albums. Uh, you know, some of the singles uh, include Post Malone, come out with uh, Motley Crew, uh, Molly Crew. Or Motley Crew, yeah, I don't know. Um, Boz, uh, Jade Cole, Lil TJ, the Jackie, one of the best singles of the year. Uh, what's it called? Logic had another single last week. Um, Nas, Corday, Freddie Gibbs, Russ had another single last week as well. Um, NBA Youngboy came out with something, and honestly, not not too many bad strats on here. Um, you know, the new post sound was was interesting. Uh, Boz, J. Cole, Lil TJ, a absolute fire. Logic was really good. Nas, Corday, Freddie Gibbs, very hard to have a bad song when all three of those uh, artists are on the same track. Um, but, of course, the projects. I mean, uh, Space Jam soundtrack was was decent. It was, it was basically what I expected. Um, IDK, though, used for yourself. What a project this one. I mean, IDK definitely was uh, trying to contend for the album of the year in this one. I mean, definitely trying to uh, prove his versatility all over this project. And you see it throughout. The transition between songs were also just... It, it, it was getting me hyped as fuck in the gym today. And I know that it would get everybody who's listening to this just as hyped. Definitely highly suggest listening to IDK's new album. This man... Uh, did his thing 
all over the charts. Vince Staples as well released his self-titled album, Vince Staples EP3. Uh, definitely another great project by Vince Staples. Um, I mean, 10 out of 10 on this one. 22 minutes, very short listen, but I, I truly believe he went 10 for 10. Um, he he really like same thing with IDK's album. This man uh, properly used his transitions. Uh, he had skits throughout. Was telling you know various stories, uh, his experiences, um, you know, and really speaking from the heart. It felt like and really uh, you know just just be, just talking his shit. Just really um, you know making sure everybody heard uh, heard him, heard his lyrics. Um, you know, when when talking about uh, his album this this week, he had said, I've heard a lot of my peers saying we want to know more about you, even though these topics are things that I've done before. or um, I've said before on previous projects, um, I have not gotten to the point where I have I have explained it well. And that's, uh, you know, not to say that these other projects are bad, um, but I've learned that it's not what you say. It's how you say it. I figured out how to make my music um, on the right canvases so that they translate easily. You shouldn't have to know rocket science to be able to listen to a song and appreciate it. I feel like I was going for difficulty more than understanding at a certain point. This is like a clarity moment for the listeners. And I, I truly, truly think that if you listen to this, if you hear this, Vince, and you've heard Vince before, I think you'd be very, very... Um, you know, in a, I think you'd be full of agreements with that statement from Vince Staples. I feel like throughout this project, you know, he's speaking on the same shit um, that he has before. And, uh, you know, obviously referencing, uh, you know, the various things that he's seen throughout his life and uh, growing up in Long Beach and, you know, having to, uh, you know, deal with gain, you know, dealing with gains, being in a gang, uh, you know, dealing with people trying to run up on him and, you know, people talking shit behind his back, yeah, whatever it may be. Um, but I feel like on this, on this record, uh, like he said, it, it's truly about uh, making sure the listener understands what he's saying. And uh, he's not really making it super complicated or, you know, like a puzzle uh, to understand, but instead you can just turn it, you know what I mean? Push play on here and and just understand what he's saying right from the jump. And uh, that's what he does throughout the entire project. And that's exactly what makes uh, this project, you know, as good as it is. Um, and I, I truly believe that a lot of you uh, who are listening um, would enjoy it as well, especially if you've already liked Vince Staples music. I think you, you'll, you'll definitely hear the growth. You'll hear just how much this man... Uh, put into this project and how much he's uh, been able to learn from his uh, past projects and really be able to you know implement that into this and and make it a great great project but um, great music last week great music coming this week today um, at 9 p.m for me personally because I'm on the west coast but new music on the way as well uh, Khalid announced a new single that's going to be dropping July 21st so we got that next week of course Isaiah Rashad uh, still, like I mentioned, July 30th, the house is burn burning. I mean, it's been 4.9 years, 1,792 days since his last album. Extremely excited for the house is burning. Uh, also, some new Juice World on the way. Uh, I mean, his his uh, 
His team confirmed that there is going to be the release of his second posthumous album very soon, uh, and it will arrive in three different parts, as the first installment, uh, which we'll be releasing very soon, uh, is going to be called The Party Never Ends. Uh, that was announced this past Thursday, like I had said. Um, uh, this has been teased uh, since June, um, and like I said, this will be uh, release they, these these projects will be released uh, in a trilogy um, so very excited for this one uh, see how uh, you know him and his late or not him but mostly his label of course uh, decide to uh, promote this to market it uh, whatever it may be um, and of course Drake uh, you know the CLB rumors and 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 chatting and uh, as, as definitely, uh, you know, hit a new level as Drake supposedly did come home this week to Canada to finally mix and master his projects. Um, and that's where uh, DJ Academics uh, told his audience on a live stream the other day uh, that he spoke to a person that has been in the studio sessions uh, that that have heard the album as it is being mastered. And uh, they told Academics... Um, that of this person has been very critical in the past of Drake, um, especially in the past few years, but that this album completely changed how they see Drake as a person and how they see him um, at this point of his career. And uh, they basically just said that he did it again. So uh, very excited for that news. And on top of that, uh, DJ Academics texted Drake personally, and Drake said that, He's very fucking excited, and he has never listened to his project that would be, you know, his new his newest released this much and been this excited for a project in a long time. Uh, so, of course, you know, this, there's been quite a few memes, of course, uh, because of the delays, because of the, um, you know, constant pushback of CLB, but it's finally starting to sound like we're going to, either be getting CLB, um, you know, by the end of July, and if by not the end of July, it, it better better damn well be the first week of August because, um, I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's seeming to uh, slowly get listens. I'm not everybody in terms of uh, the viewers and, you know, the mass audience, but, you know, a lot of these bitter name people, like I said, like DJ Academics, uh, you know, some people that are in the music industry and, uh, are able to, you know, sit in on these studio sessions with Drake and, uh, you know, speaking out for him. You can never, you know, you can always, you always got to take those type of comments with a grain of salt. You know, those people that will go on their Instagram and, and talk about what they, they liked from the album and, uh, you know, what to expect. You, can, you always got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, you always got to know that everybody's going to listen to music differently. Everybody's going to interpret music differently, but you know, a lot of, a lot of praise so far from CLB, at least from the people that have heard it from the people that have been in Drake circle. Um, so I, I mean, that's, that's only getting me, uh, more excited for this release. And I know that a lot of other people can, um, agree with that as well. But, uh, I, I mean, that's all I got for today. Uh, definitely wanted to just have a music episode, um, and, and talk about uh, all the new music that uh, we should be expecting in the uh, next few days. And I'm, I'm just I'm just very excited for it. So uh, without further ado, uh, that's that's all I got. I hope uh, you all enjoyed today's episode of the Geno Spirito podcast and I will catch you all very soon. Thank you for tuning in.